Hey. How you doing? I'm so excited. Nice to meet you. We're so excited to have you here. This is going to be Banking on the Banks. I'd like to introduce you to your new favorite couple. My name is Gloria Mayfield Banks. And I'm Ken Banks. And we're happy to start this podcast, our first episode. And I know, I know. You. And how do we get started on this? We just started talking and talking, yeah. and then people started asking us questions. People so always ask us questions. Always ask us How do us we questions. do this? How do we do that? You yeah. know, and yeah. how do we stay so happy all the time? And how do we do business? And how do all these, how to, right? And so we decided to uh, to really talk about it and, yeah. uh, and start this podcast. Yeah, so we want you to join with us. It's going to be an adventure. It's going to be a journey. And we're so in- excited that you're including us. Yes. In your life, and we Thank definitely so want to much. include you in our life. It's just an honor to be here and to talk about things like relationships, business, success, mm-hmm. success, leadership, sports, life, shape, longevity, yes, yes, all kinds of things yes, we want to talk about. Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. So we're today, we want to tell you a little bit about ourselves, a little bit about where we ventured from. It was exciting for us to grow careers together. It was yes. exciting for us to blend a family together. It was exciting for me to move down here to Baltimore to be with you. Yes, exactly. OMG. And so we, you know, we tell them we got married and you were in Boston and I was here in Baltimore, but you had a child in school, and so you, you too, but you stayed in Baltimore, <laughs> I mean in Boston, and then it took a year to move back to Baltimore, even though we were married. So yep. we've had a long-distance relationship for a couple of years before we got married, and then even after we got married, it was a long-distance relationship. You so people are like, to the stories. what is going on with wait these folks here? until you hear the stories that we weave throughout this podcast. I will tell you, mm-hmm. he's the funny one. <clears throat> Just put the what pressure on me. Just what am I? I? Put, what am I? Straight, you're the straight. I'm the straight, straight man. Okay, okay. Straight man. Okay, I'm the trusting one. Yes. And you're the... No, no, no. <laughs> I'm from New York. We don't. We kind of don't trust people, things. It's not what we do. People nor things. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> we travel around the world. We're really yep. big travelers. What's the number? I think we're at 66... 60-something countries. 66 yeah. countries around the world. And we love to travel. We love to do more. We love to bring you in mm-hmm. to that. We love entrepreneurship. It's been... An awesome, awesome journey of successful entrepreneurship. Yes, we've both been in different careers, but we've yes. both been entrepreneurs for for quite a few years now, and, yes. and we've had great success. In, and he's in had that. great views, and we've and we've talked about being successful and how to be successful mm-hmm. and what. And so we want to we want to talk about all of that. Yes, I was talking about his has a lot of great views sitting on boards and different types of boards that you've sat on. So I've loved reaching in and watching you excel. So it's going to be exciting for everyone else to get a bird's eye view. We want to talk with you guys. This is not a one-way conversation. We want you to write comments down there. We want to hear from you. What is it that you'd like to hear from us? Because this journey is going to be with us, the community of what we do and exactly. how we do and how we're excited about things. So, But but it's all it all came from really coming to this point in our lives and, and wanting to help, yeah. wanting to do whatever we can to uh, to help people's lives, help people live. I mean, it's it's tough out there now, you know? <laughs> it's a lot tougher than it was when, when, when I was growing up. It, it really is. You know, <laughs> we talk about this all the time, that progressive commercial about the parents and don't become the parents. Right, 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 Do right. you remember our parents saying, it's tough out there. Tough we out. don't know how we're going to make it. <laughs> we're tough out there. So we're excited about this new world because every day it's a new world. Every day it's a new venture. Every day it's something right. new that's going on. So we want to tone in. We want to hone in. We want to hone in with you and bring you along with us as we travel. And we so want to know what's you. going on thank with you. Thank you for watching. We're gonna we're gonna be here for quite a while. Yes, we're yeah. gonna do this, and we're gonna we're we're enjoying it already. 
Yes. That's like we enjoy everything. Yeah. So, Gloria, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? Tell them where you came from. Tell them about your family life. Tell them about your sisters and all that. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I'm from Detroit, Michigan, and I knew they knew I was from the Midwest. You could tell I have the Midwest glow. So I was born. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Parents were phenomenal. Grew up in a phenomenal middle class family, and my parents were just shy of 62 years married when my father passed. Mm-hmm. And my mother lived a long time as well. Both of them. He was 88. She was 92. So that was pretty ph- phenomenal. I have three sisters. I'm the third of four girls. But I was in the seventh grade. They found out I was dyslexic. So I have a reading disorder. And we're going to talk a little bit about those challenges. I went all the oh way through high God. school. Oh, my God. Don't start. It's, this is about uh, me right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, can you spell this to me? Can you spell that to me? This is back all of that stuff. You know. Oh yeah. I uh, asked him, I said, Can you spell special for me? And he looks at me and says, special. I said, I know how to say it. How do you spell it? Okay, that's that would be me. That would be but I took those challenges and went on to Howard University and I was there for a couple of years, then moved to Boston, then I started at uh, Polaroid Corporation, then went on to go to school at Harvard Business School and got my MBA there. That's when my world changed. And I went Habit. into sales. When I first met her, Havid, oh I went to Havid University. I want Boston. you guys to really keep a ticker mark about how many times he interrupts me when I'm talking and how many times I do not interrupt him when he's talking. And this about our relationship is all about respect. My respect of you and your non-respect lack. Of you. <laughs> okay, lack of. That's what you would be, lack of. Okay, so anyway... That would be me. And I started a sales career. I built an entrepreneurial business with Mary Kay Cosmetics. I love the experience of being number one out of 3.5 million women worldwide, built in nine international countries. And all the while, having a phenomenal husband, second marriage, which has been amazing because my first marriage was 10 years of domestic violence. And then I became a single parent of two beautiful children. And... Now we blended those kids together and it's been phenomenal. We share five grandkids. Juliana is my eldest and then Chauncey and they live in Atlanta and one lives in Detroit and then Ken's going to tell you about his kids and then we're going to tell you about our kids. Tell them about yourself. Well, you know, so I'm from Yonkers, New York and uh, grew up in uh, much different circumstances. Now she grew up in a middle class, you know, a house, Gardens, yard, all that kind of stuff. Um, I was I grew up in the in the housing projects at Yonkers and uh, was the, the only child for about nine years. And I have a younger sister, and it was it was different different for me. You know, my, it was it was a lot of um, a lot of fighting in the house when I was growing up between my mother and father. My father was an alcoholic, and so uh, I just couldn't wait to get out of that situation. I couldn't wait to get out of that. I just, even at nine years old, I was saying, how old I got to be to get out of here, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, and, that's, and that's, yeah, that's true. And so that was, it was a different kind of environment. I think that it was, uh, I could have went one or two ways. And it was a lot of, a lot of crime, a lot of drugs, even back then in, in that, in that area. And uh, so, but I went to a, I was lucky enough to go to a, a good school and it was a Catholic high school and it wasn't a lot of tuition. So I was able to go and uh, I was I was uh, kind of mentored by a track coach. She saw I could run yeah. outrun anybody in the school, and he wanted me to be on a track team. And I, I sort of followed that direction. I followed. I loved sports and athletics, and I kind of followed that direction. But that helped me to get out of the projects, out of Yonkers, into a 
a um, a school on a track scholarship where, where everything was was covered. And so went to Adelphi University in Long Island, New York on, on a full scholarship and, and you know, went uh, graduated in in uh, in four years. Along the way, I was I became an entrepreneur. I, I started about the parties. I, I did some parties. We what did, were they called? Well, some of them were called cold duck parties. Cold That's what duck you remember. Party. You know, there's a bottle of cold <laughs> duck. Come in there, get a bottle of cold duck, right? I used to go to those parties. I went to the parties <laughs> at Howard, and you were throwing them at Adelphi. I was throwing them at Adelphi, right. <laughs> and so we did about 40 parties in four years just to pay for ourselves. Because there was no money coming in. Like, you know, even though you're on scholarship, you do need to eat. You know, you need some things. So... Um, so the, there were four of us and we, and we, we ran these things when they were very successful and that whetted my appetite for being an entrepreneur. And so, um, we started, also started Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity at Adelphi, brand new chapter. So a founding member of a new, know, a new chapter yeah. at Adelphi. So that was a, that was amazing. So, um, when, went on. Show I mean, me the handshake. Baby. When I, show me the handshake. I, uh, you know what? Well, show me the handshake. I can't really, I can't really well, show you. Okay. Like, show me the handshake. Like, I'll show you later. I'll show you later. <laughs> no, you won't. No, it's like you can't show the handshake. You know, it's a secret handshake. Only between alphas, baby. Did you join the sorority? <laughs> no, I'm going to find me. Too bad for you. So, look. So, then I, I went to work for a company called Mutual of New York. And which was an insurance company. It's now defunct. But at that time, it was a large company. It was, a, it was an international company. Not it was a national company. And in 1975, I believe, I was Rookie of the Year. So all the first, uh, the first year salespeople that were, that were uh, hired in that year, I was the, the number one, you know, and, lived, and had a great office in Manhattan, right across the street from Bloomingdale's, overlooking North Manhattan and Queens. It was, it was just, it was an amazing you place. Must have loved that. I loved life. I loved that life. I loved going to the office. I go to the office for anything, you know. And it was 24-7 access. I had parties there on the weekend. That's all no story. Oh, my God. Um, so, uh, you know, did, did, did that, but I had to, uh, I knew that it wasn't for me. I knew it wasn't something that, that was in my heart to do. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the bravest decisions of my life at that time was to say, you know what? I don't know what I want to do in life, but I know that this is not it. So I had to, I had to leave. Mm-hmm. And when I left, now see this is people, now, I don't know, believe, I can't believe I'm saying this on a podcast, but I basically became a hippie. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's true, right? I mean, what's true is true. What is a hippie? A hippie is somebody who just kind of hangs out and, and you know, and, and drinks. <laughs> I don't even use that term anymore. Okay, so. So let me not use the term. So let me just say that I got a, a, a tent and a, and a sleeping bag and I had a car and I just began to drive around the United States of America with a big old beard. And I go from state park to state park and whatever state I happen to be in, I go from, from there. And then and in Canada, I went across Canada several times. I was in provincial park in Canada to provincial park. So for a year and a half of my life, I lived outside. By choice, I lived outside, mostly in wooded areas, and and really it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. And it was the bravest decision of my life when I left that company that I was doing very well financially with. In my family, I was probably doing better than anybody else in the family, or close to it. And so, and so, you got to make the decision. Right. This is not what I for you to do that myself to do. This is not making me happy, you know. And so, so many people stay in their jobs because because they're making money at the job, but it's not making them happy. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a physician, but you really want to be a mechanic. 
You can't be happy as a physician when what you really want to be is a mechanic. mechanic right. And that's where I was. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just left. And, you know, so long story, I, be, I uh, wound up getting a, a job at a, on a construction site, uh, just carrying wood back and forth. But I learned to love it. And when I came back to uh, the uh, to New York, I um, worked, worked for a company for a year and a half or so, learned some of the skills. And I just went off and started my own company, my construction business, mm -hmm. which started on, you know, for one man business to you know, at one time employing over 70 people mm -hmm. and, and doing business in Baltimore and, and having my name attached to skyscrapers and, and hospitals and banks contracting was doing all this great work. And, and so that was great. And also became um, the treasurer of the Maryland Democratic Party. And I was, uh, let's see, um, I've on all these boards and my, I mean, so many boards. I think my- Who are your my favorite? Who, who, who are your, the boards that are most special to you? Okay, like the, two, top two the two top. The two top would be the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. Yeah, that, that was, was a great board. That was an international board, people from all over the world yeah. on that board. And it's the number one school of public health in the world. That was great. Also being on the board of shock trauma, uh, which was the number one shock trauma um, and the University of Maryland shock trauma was number great one shock trauma. I mean, great. great. It was a great place. Great to be great associated stories. and great to, you know, to help to support those kinds of, of, of efforts. And also, of course, I just uh, the the, uh, the, uh, the chair of the board of the uh, Federal Reserve Bank in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, being a part of, you know, a board of directors for the Federal Reserve is, is an amazing thing and to help direct. Uh, the the position the, where the country is going economically yeah. that's that was uh, that was quite an honor to yeah. to, to and you're still all capacity. up in it you're still all up in it uh, he loves every every bit of it loves all of it I love the fact that our careers were very very different but so aligned and it made our relationships so aligned and right now you do a lot of mentoring I do a lot of mentoring online <laughs> with women I do a lot of keynote speaking you travel all over the world doing so much international financial negotiations. It's so uh, amazing that we are so tuned in to each other's careers, although they're so very they're different. They're so very different, you know, but we, but some of the basic philosophies are the same. Yeah. Some of the basic, you know, you gotta, how do you, how do you introduce yourself to people? How do you make friends and business? How do you, how do you work hard? And what, what are the things that you do and, and that we do, that we've developed together and we both, so when we met, uh, you know, Glory was was uh, doing something for Harvard, right? You would yeah, I was at Harvard and Mary Kay. doing some missions doing for both. Harvard, and mm -hmm. then doing Mary Kay, and she was just just coming up in the, in the Mary Kay business, and I was just coming up in my uh, construction we business. Were like this. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> teeny, teeny, tiny, tiny, tiny. You know, right over the course of the years, we both grown, and and you know, she became um, number one in three point five million women. I think that's pretty that's pretty phenomenal. But when we Good. met. I had a girl and a boy. He had a boy and a girl. Right, exactly. Right? And so, and so we blended those families, and and over the course of time, and so now they're they're all Keenan and Kenya. Keenan's in New York. Yep. Kenya's in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. She's got three girls in Atlanta. Shanti has two boys in Detroit. Right. So we're all over the place all the time, and absolutely love our life. And absolutely love it. Yeah. So what happened? So we're here in, in uh, near the Baltimore area in Maryland, and uh, near Baltimore, and uh, but our kids. Are nowhere around. <laughs> I mean, what do we do? Everybody's complaining about, you know, our kids are staying with us. We can't get rid of them. We're like, well, when our kids turned 18, they were gone. I don't know what happened. <laughs> we got two, two girls living in Atlanta and New York and Detroit. They're all over the place. But 
they're all doing very well. And I mean, we, see the, we, we see them a lot. We do see them a lot. They're, they're it's never enough, well. but we exactly. see them a lot. You know, there's, yeah. two, there's one entrepreneur and uh, Kenya, she's doing... Uh, Three There's a lot of entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two girls, entrepreneurs. <laughs> and um, and, this, and one, one son in New York works for, as a director at Microsoft, doing very well. And the other son's uh, a, a partner at a law firm in uh, the, one of the biggest law firms in Detroit. I mean, they're just doing crazy stuff, but they're not here. They're like, we're out of here. You know, no, bye. <laughs> bye. But however, you, you know what? When we celebrate 26 years of marriage... When we celebrate taking a long distance relationship and blending the relationship, blending the careers on top of blending very busy family members. Our kids were busy. They, we blended them at the most uh, busiest time in their life, middle school, elementary school, on up through high school. We blended all that together. We made it work. We hired the right kind of people to work with us for us and to help us make this thing work. So we're excited to share all that with you, because when I tell you, when some people slow down when their kids are gone, it's just the opposite for yeah, us. Yeah, we speed up. I mean, banking on the banks. Right. We, got we all operate kinds of the speed of lightning. In fact, the other day we said, oh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks because we're just right. that busy, so, but so we're busy. having that much fun. You know, there were time, there were times when we were, you know, in business and Gloria was traveling all the time, one place for another. I was traveling someplace for another. We'd be apart for over hundred days a year, part different cities all over the place. But I think somehow that made our relationship grow stronger. And so, so now she listens to me like I wanted to listen to me. <laughs> you see that reaction? That reaction is because he's like, <laughs> I'm an abused man. I'm an abused. You saw it. You saw it on by yourself. It's on film, ain't it, Randy? It's on film. This is a dangerous woman. Look at those nails, man. They're sharp. You should see my back. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about some advice. Like what some of the key about? things, some of the key things that have made such a difference. Like for real, now I am absolutely in love with teaching women about being stronger leaders, yeah. teaching women about mm -hmm. brand optimization, team optimization, leadership optimization. You know, so many women are here and doing great. They see more for themselves. They just don't know how to push over. And with our conversations that we talk about a lot and with my experience, it's been an awesome thing to pull that together and lift people up larger. But if you were to give, like, let's say you start with you, just yeah. one piece of life advice that you have given to a lot of people that you live by, what would it be? Stay in the gym. <laughs> stay in the gym. Let's talk about stay in the gym. Stay in the, get gym. In the gym. You don't right. even talk about get in the gym. I'm not you get in the gym. Stay I'm in the gym. I'm assuming you're already in the gym. And never leave. Just don't leave it. That's Why? what I Tell say. us what's that done for you. Well, I, I'll say that... Um, so I've, I've been a part of medical boards and all that kind of stuff. And I look at so many diseases and yeah. you look at what helps, you know, to either alleviate that disease or, or um, prevent it from happening or, or you know, or, or helping the symptoms of it. Exercise, exercise, Everybody exercise, says, exercise, says, exercise. Says, says, says. almost everything. So I'm thinking, well, like if that's what it takes to be healthy, let me just ask. Why not? I just I so I so basically I exercise every every single day and so what i tell people to stay in the gym and so i do a thing online official ken banks and it's really talking about um you know i so i go through workouts and i talk about working out and and i and i'm just trying to encourage people to uh you know if i can do it then then you can do it if i'm 70 years old and i can do this workout 
Anybody can do the work. You know what I mean? And so I just I just talk about that. And I've had so many people, mo- so many people in their 20s. Because the gyms that I go to, ain't nobody my age. You know? Right, all, that's right. They're all 20 and 30, right? Right. But so many people in their 20s have come up to me and they've said, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, I'm just so impressed or whatever. And then and then they start talking about, you know, my grandfather's, yeah, 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 what, get, get, get past that. What's your question? <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather's your age, you know, and he's in terrible shape. He can't even barely get off the couch, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I didn't know that people your age could look like you and do the things that you can do in this gym. I didn't know it. And so I'm I'm changing people's lives. What about when you dropped up, jumped on that box? How high was the box when you jumped from the floor? Well, to I the did box? a 36 inch box. Jump. I love that part. I love 36 that part. inch box. I must have watched that thing. We got it on film somewhere and we can show it. Maybe we can show that man at the, at the, on the gym. But I mean, 36 inch drop up normally is 30 inches. I do a boxing for 30 inches, do that 10 times or whatever, just to just to keep that explosiveness. <laughs> There's a lot I can talk about. I don't want to get start I talking know, about that. I know, but I that's know, one know. of the things in, in, in terms of that. But you always get questions like, you know, what about relationships? How do I how do I find a girl or 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 um a guy? You know, those kind of things. There's so many people come up and, and ask those questions. And so you want to give Whatever you, you can get, whatever that situation is, you want to be able to, from your experience and, and the people that you know, you want to be able to give that, that answer, what, what can be done. You know, um, one of the things that when you talk about our relationship, you yeah. know, we talk about respect and how we've used respect to, to sustain our relationship. One time you said that, you know, we can count the number of arguments that we've had, you know, on our hands. But it's, but the, it's the, increased the, dramatically. No. Over the- <laughs> But if I were to say a piece of advice that I would give to people all the time, that I have to give to you on a regular basis, like every half an hour, is emotional management. You need emotional freaking management, okay? You need to manage your emotion. You need to manage it over and over again. And if it's not your emotions, it's something else you need to be managing. But I do deal with a lot of women who want to move forward. There are a lot of successful people, period. They lose the opportunity to grasp what's in front of them because they can't see it because their emotions have taken uh, advantage of them and made them go down a strip they they would not have gone down had they wanted to manage their emotions. And and so, you know, an example of that would be carrying anger. You know, you you carry, a person that carries anger, it's hard for them to to move forward when you're living in the past. Yeah. In order to move forward, you got to look, you got to look to the future. You have have to have a vision for where you go and have to have a vision for the future. But when you're living in the past and anytime you're living in regrets or you're living in anger or all those things that happened to us when we were little, mm-hmm. you know, and some of them, I'm, I'm not saying they weren't, weren't horrible, but if you can't get past living them, right. then then that's where your life is. Right. And somehow we have to learn how to move past that and move into the future. And they need to know that everybody has those circumstances. It's not yeah. just you. It's not just this one. It's not that everybody has life circumstances. So instead of staying, instead of saying in that place, like, I can't believe that happened to me. I can't believe that happened to me. What are you going to do about it? Because it's going to, something else is going to come. You're either going into a problem, you're coming out of a problem, or you just finished a problem. Right. I mean, that's everybody. So, that's everybody, right. You know, if you can hold tight to that, you don't have to sit in it all the time. Yeah. So that's, that's, I think that's that's good advice. That's good advice. Gloria, how'd you get that watch? Okay, you want to talk about the watch? This watch right here? This watch that is surrounded by diamonds? Are, are you talking about how I got the watch? Or the fact that I suggested you buy me the watch? 
or that you came up with this amazing gift to give me this watch that I told you I really wanted. <laughs> what part of that so, do you want me to understand? So, so here's the thing. <laughs> we don't surprise each other with anything, We right? don't. We don't surprise her. She hates surprises. I, I don't, don't like them. She hates them. It's okay. I, you know, you don't like surprises. I don't I, like them. When everybody, when people come up and say, don't tell Gloria this, I say, oh, no, she's going to, she's got to know. She's got to be, she, <laughs> don't surprise me. It does not do like not me. surprise her. She doesn't like that. But, um, I don't know. So we've, we've exchanged watches. So I gave Gloria this watch on whatever. And, but I call it her Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> I got this watch. I was so excited. It was like, oh, I just absolutely love it. And that's exactly what he said. I hope you love it because it's your lifetime achievement. <laughs> if I like something that you don't necessarily love, you either help me get it done or you go with me. And if you want to do something that I don't necessarily love, you get it done and I want to support you to have that experience. Right. But that doesn't mean I have to have the experience with you. What would exactly. you say we did? I, I would say, Flex. I was. I would say it's if you could just be quiet for a minute. I would say it's our humor, you know, yeah. and 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 so that might be a part of what you're saying. But I'd, I'd say it's our, what are you doing? You're pulling. I would say it's our humor because I mean I remember times when we just laughing and and you know other people we were on a bus like you know remember we were bus oh my God. people and we we're over there cracking up just me and you just laughing. The whole bus is quiet. The whole bus quiet. We're screaming and yelling. They're like, what are you doing? How, what are you doing? You know? And then we know there's this thing about energy. That's the thing. That's so, so do you remember when we went to the Olympics in Athens? Yep. And uh, we were watching, I think it was a, it was a women's basketball team yep. against Australia. the Australian, Australian mm -hmm. basketball team. And and there was a you know, was a crowd, a bunch of people from the U.S., a bunch of people from Australia. And every time, other people too. every time the oh. Australians would, would score, they would be like, yeah, the whole crowd would go crazy. The Australians would get up, they'd be clapping. And when the Americans would score, you'd be like, right. crickets, nothing, you know? And then the Australians score, and it's oh, as they should, you know? And the Americans score, nothing. So I looked at Gloria, she looked at me, I said, look, we got to do, do something about this. We got to do something. So the next time the Americans score, we just, two of us jumped up, yay! Just two of us, right? Screaming, you know, ah! You know? And then, and then the next time they scored, we jumped up, ah! By the third time we, we did that, about 15, 20 other people got up, they started clapping, right? And by the, by the fifth, sixth time, every American was standing up yelling and screaming, cheering for their country. So, you know, that was that kind of thing. Contagious, 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 contagious. You can make it happen. You, can, you know, you can, you can spread your germs or you can spread your, your enthusiasm or your that's charisma. Right. right. So that, that's, that's what, what we say. do. That's and what that's we what do. we do. Right, that's exactly. Do. That's why you're favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you why I have these glasses on. I'm not trying to be Hollywood. Oh, police. I, mean, I, I am trying to, trying, <laughs> I'm trying to be Hollywood a little bit. But my eyes are very light sensitive and I've had a lot of problems, especially with my left eye. And so I'll take them off so they can, they can see. So, um, but it's, it's hard for me to, I can't look that way in the light. I got to kind of keep them on. It gives me some, and I'm not frowning. Sometimes I feel like I've got to frown. So the glasses help to protect my eyes from the lights, from the cameras and all that kind of thing, especially, especially under the lights here and outside, of course. So that's why I wear the glasses. 
And, I uh, love you in the glasses. Thank you so much, I baby. I think you look extremely oh, attractive. Do that again. Yeah. Glasses. Y'all need nothing else but the glasses. That's all I need. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> Other than that $3,000 a month that I want for clothes. We're going to talk about that. Okay. I've already agreed to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this was so much fun. We're so glad to have this podcast with you. We want you to subscribe right here. We don't want you to miss a thing. We want you to share it out and let people know that we're going to be dropping something every single week. Follow me on Instagram at Gloria Banks. Follow him. Instagram, Ken Banks. Official Ken Banks. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and you can find us. Tell us where they can find our podcast. They can find us on Spotify. They can find us on YouTube <laughs> or Apple. Any place that you watch podcasts, you'll be able to find us there also. Yeah, you see that little thumb up? Hit it. Let people know that you mm-hmm. liked it because you are working with your favorite couple right here mm-hmm. as we are. Banking, Banking on, on the Banks. banks.